What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. God help us get revolutionary. Revolutionary. Today we have Kyle on again. Thank you for gracing us with your presence, Kyle. Yes, my pleasure. It's very nice. <coughs> well, does anyone have any uh, moments or something cool happening uh, in the week? Is no, oh, we got we got Aiden. We got in the Aiden. Back. Shout out Wolfgang, he's right here. <laughs> <laughs> now we got Aiden on the soundboard, so everything you hear sound related is his fault. And he has now a pair of headphones because uh, this is my god moment. Actually, we oh, walked in the podcast room today. Moment. I forgot my headphones. I was like, I'm gonna have to do this. Headphones, and uh, walk into the, the room, and then on the chair, there's this Amazon box, and there's three pairs of headphones, brand new. Beautiful. <laughs> and um, apparently, Lewis is talking to this dude. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis, tell the story. Yeah, you, you tell the story. So I went to get coffee with my dad, like, literally two days ago. And um, maybe, no, maybe it was like, okay, no, it was more than that. It doesn't matter. It was like, <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit ago. And this dude comes in. He's like, oh, my God, I saw the podcast. Like, it's so cool. Do you so know this cool. man? No, I have no idea who this guy is. And, and I'm like, yeah. Like, thanks, man. He's like, do you guys need anything? Like, you missing anything? And I was like, well, we've been needing some headphones for a while, but it's all right. Like, we just, like, steal them from the church and, like, <laughs> take them from home. I was like, it's all good. He's like, oh, don't worry about that. You'll get some soon. And I was like, yeah, hopefully, you know, like, not thinking of anything or thinking anything of it. And then we come in. There's one, two, three, four, four pairs of headphones. Three or four, yeah. Three or four. Pretty anyway, awesome. Whatever. either way, it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Whoever um, you are, we love you. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, my God moment, also related to the podcast. Um, so uh, I got an email for, like, podcast stats. We are number one Christianity podcast in Qatar. Let's go. Shout out. Shout out to Qatar. I don't even know what that is. Position three category uh, in Portugal. Nice. That's pretty, pretty nice. Um, and then We should start translating <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then number 17 in Gabon. I don't know what that is. Um, but I'll just go further down the list here to countries that actually exist. <laughs> <laughs> so we are, we are, we're, we're 145 in, in South Africa. That's pretty cool. All right. Yeah, that country exists. Fine. We're coming at <laughs> South <laughs> Africa. Uh, number 89 in New Zealand. So yeah. that's pretty good. Hey, they're going to change the name of New Zealand. Did you see that? No. They are? They're going to change it to like the original language. It's like Aotearia. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like what yeah. the they just always Look make geography harder. All the New Zealanders watching are like, it's true. Now, now, now they should just name it Old Old Zealand because it's not new anymore. Yeah, except they like, apparently like the original, we shouldn't get into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably this not. is why we have Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, any God moments, bro? Um, well, did you want to keep going with the stats real no, quick? That's that's probably enough. Those are the big ones. Cool. Um, what about the United States? Oh, that we're way, way 7,000. <laughs> probably in like... Yeah. Four digits, <laughs> thousand. Yeah, that's okay. There's a lot of Prishkin podcasts out there. Prishkin podcasts. Yeah. Hey, but the TikTok's yeah. doing good, so keep keep liking the TikTok and Thank send us guys. more questions. Yes, the always. Questions have been good. Love so the questions. Any God moments, Kyle? I can't think of anything off the top nice. of my head, which is like the bro, like pretty slow. Like I get a D minus for today. <laughs> oh, uh, I woke up today. That's true. Nice, because when it's you wake wrong. up, it's God moment. It is. I got right. coffee. Well, um, I'll, I'll just hop into the first thing that I kind of had this week. So I was listening to the Bible Project. Kyle, you know what the Bible Project is, right? Yes. Yeah. Love the Bible Project. Um, True. Check it out. It's pretty sweet. So they were talking about, they call them hyperlinks in the Bible. And it's pretty much where 
in the Bible, it'll... Because the Bible's not in chronological order, and it's also not in, like, subject order. So it's not like, this is about sin, and that's all it's about, and this is about marriage, and this is about how your your life is saved in Jesus. Um, so it's like, there's not... It's just like a poem almost, right? Or it's like a, I don't know, just like a big piece of art. And so these hyperlinks pretty much are just where one story kind of connects with something else and it's like hops around through the Bible. And the only way you can really understand is like if you really understand the Bible and like you never fully can, but the Bible Project are definitely the people that are, you know, pretty close to understanding a, a lot of it, especially a lot more than me. But anyways, so they were talking about water. Um, or no, they were talking about the flood and... Um, I thought this was really cool. So God saves through water, if you think about it, because um, first first story we know of is Noah's Ark, right? I, even before that talks about water where God's spirit is hovering over the waters, but this doesn't really relate to that, I feel like. But So the first one is the flood, and then the next one is Moses when he gets put in the basket. And the really cool thing is the word for basket in Hebrew is tabah. I probably feel they mispronouncing that, but it's the same word used for ark as in Noah's Ark. So the little basket Moses put in is the same word as Ark. That's awesome. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Deep. Then the next one um, is the Red Sea where Moses parts the sea. And then there's another similar one right after that with Joshua on the Jordan River where he parts the sea. And then there's baptism. So all these stories like the flood, the sea crashing in over all those people, it's all about God saving his people from something terrible, right? Yeah, go ahead. There's also Jonah when he's in the whale. <laughs> he gets thrown into the sea. I don't that's know true. if that relates, but, you and know. The whale and then he saves the city of Nineveh. Dude, that's so true. Yeah, every time every time God throws water over something, he pretty much deletes the bad, right? When, when, the, <laughs> when the Egyptians are going through <laughs> the Red Sea, the water collapses when he floods the earth. When we're baptized, we get put under. When we come out, we're a new creation, right? So I thought this was just really cool how that kind of connected. Um, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, so that, that was that was that little thing. Um, it's a huge testament to the complexity of the Bible. Yeah. And that's why, um, it's not the only reason why, but it's one of the big <clears throat> reasons why we believe the authenticity of the Bible. Yeah. Is because there are so many correlations throughout the entire Bible. Um that the, the amount of cross referencings that you could find in there, mm-hmm. um, like no man yeah. could come up with that. Yeah. It's just, everything's too perfect for it to be by and, chance. And it's not boring to read either. Like, um, like this Bible, like Kyle's Bible, he reads this a lot, as you can tell. That's, that's, that's what you want your Bible to look like. Um, but for me, you know, reading the regular Bible is a bit hard bit time consuming so i just i brought out the old action bible again you did recently <laughs> yeah nice. so for you guys that don't know that's like a cartoon kind of version it's of the it's, bible. it's a comic bible and i got it in 2014 for the first time and i'm rereading it again and it's it's just a really good you know refresher on everything and it's Pretty fun sweet. to read any any uh stories that stood out to you in the last few days um well it's just the story of like jericho and stuff and how they all fell and i i, I forgot a lot of it honestly if you don't like keep refreshing your mind. So that was just a really good reminder. So if you're getting into Christianity or something, the Action Bible is a good way to just kind of read the whole thing and know everything. One thing that's really good that I found is the Daily Audio Bible because it takes you through the whole Bible in a year, but it's, like, actually interesting. Yeah. It's, like, elevator music and stuff, but... (laughs) (laughs) 
That's pretty sweet, especially like yeah. birds chirping in the background. <laughs> we exactly, should make our own yeah. version of the audio Bible, just reading the whole Bible. Yeah. I will not be partaking in that. <laughs> That's so fun. I just can't read. But no, this is actually kind of a testimony too. Like so, the way I've been reading the Bible over the past few months is I literally just pull it out and go into a random place in the Bible and just read that whole chapter. Like every like every time I wake up in the morning, and like. I'll, like especially one question here every time i'd open it up and go to just a random place in the bible it would literally have answers to that question and so that's that was just like god a, moment <laughs> like that was just kind of, it's just kind of cool because like every time i'm like want to read the bible and the in the app i'm always like if i go to a different bible study i forgot where it was so i just ended up just going to wherever kind of i feel like going and then it usually works out so yeah it's a, and one more just a couple things on the hyperlink too yeah just because you brought that up, like if you watch a good um, teacher or pastor, they will cross-reference like crazy. Um, they'll be like, oh, you know, we're talking about Revelation today, but then, you know, Jesus talks about this. Genesis. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so, I mean, Steve this morning was going all over the place talking about Revelation. And so it's a, a mark that, like, again, shows how awesome our God is and how awesome mm-hmm. the Bible is. Um, but also, you guys are talking about the Bible not being boring. This is a plug for Preston Files app. The not-so-boring Bible. Not-so-boring <laughs> Bible. Check it out. Uh, super cool. You won't believe what's in the Bible. You know, we should actually pull that up for a segment, just go through some of those cra- crazy questions. I got it right here. Does he have an app already? Yeah, he's got an app. Um, you can come onto the app. He actually wanted to sponsor us and never really <laughs> panned out. So here we go. This hey, is the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're just throwing it on there. You can literally pull up random trivia. And my internet's not great in here, but um, it will, you can do like multiple choice and stuff like that. I do it sometimes when I'm just like sitting around doing nothing. All right, let's just do like three of these. Myself. Which book in the Bible mentions a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot? I think it's Goliath's brother, isn't it? Yeah. Goliath's brother. Okay, here's the verse that um, it's talking about. In still another battle which took place at Gath, there was a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot. 24 in all, he was also descended from Rapha, which probably was Goliath's. Yeah, it's in well, Second Samuel, so that is Goliath's. Okay, brother. another plug for Steve. He talks specifically about this stuff in today's, uh, like, in church this morning. Yeah, really? He's specifically talking about the Nephilim and the Anakim, uh, who were descendants from angels basically reproducing with um, humans. Mm-hmm. And then you get these giants and these mighty men and Steve goes on to talk about how those spirits are actually evil spirits that are still dwelling the earth. And since God, um, which I think are aliens partly, well, well people think of it. He was talking to saying basically like that those are demons, right? Yeah. And so they are roaming the earth. Um, God's not redeeming those souls because they're an abomination. They're yeah. a different bloodline. Yeah. It's yeah. Not a bloodline. Um, and so since they can't be redeemed, they have nowhere to go. Like when Goliath dies, his soul's just like roaming Shoot. the earth trying to find somebody to possess. Yeah. Essentially. Listen to Steve, he explains it better, but talks a lot about the descendants of the Nephilim. The Nephilim. That's just like a huge yeah. rabbit hole if you go that Yeah, route, Some people yeah. also believe like, you know, they're like the Greek and Roman gods and stuff. Yeah, like her. Andrea movies. literally said that this morning. Yeah. She's like, I We've think that's where they, that. they came up with those. But, yeah, like which Percy episode Jackson. was that? Yeah, Percy Jackson, like yeah. demigods and stuff. Which episode was that where we talked about that? I'm not sure. Scroll down. I think it's titled it's Aliens. Like aliens or something. Yeah, so watch the Aliens episode. We talk all about that. We could actually just make a whole, a whole other episode on that. I find <laughs> that really interesting. Yeah, if you guys have like specific topics where you're like, man, I'd love to hear just 
in-depth dive about this, hit us up, send us some questions. Yeah. For um, we do, we're going to do Q and a today, but diving into that stuff, a lot of this stuff we could go like for so hours deep. on. All right. I'm going to go on the next not so boring Bible question. Sure. That works. Which person <laughs> in the Bible um, pretended to be insane by scratching on doors and drooling on himself at the front of King Ahish. Anybody got this one? Right, so it's actually no multiple idea. choice. I'm not so I, I know the I answer. So we got A, David, B, Ekron, and C, Ashkelon, and D, Jack. <laughs> David. It was David. Nice. David was like, he was, uh, they basically were like, oh, this is the king of our enemies, so we should kill him. And then he's like, I'm just going to act like I'm insane. And they just throw him out of the city. So that's Second Sam- or Samuel 21, 12. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but yep, that was correct. Uh, one more. Kyle. Wait, how do I keep going? Do I have to write random again? I guess so. Okay. All right. Which prophet in the Bible foretold that a virgin would give birth to a son called Emmanuel? We got A, Isaiah, B, Ezekiel, C, Elijah, D, Jeremiah. I know that Kyle's got it. I'm going to get it with the Isaiah. <laughs> okay. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah seven fourteen. Kyle <laughs> is on top. Shout of the out world. to Daily Audio Bible. <laughs> exactly. Right now, you're going through Isaiah, and so that was fresh from like a couple weeks ago. Nice. Let's go. Pretty awesome. Solid. <clears throat> all right. Well, that's all for the not so boring Bible segment. But I think we should have that as a segment. Just these random questions. We just yeah. You can just like in. throw one in like halfway through the podcast. Forever lacking content. We just go to the keep yeah. us on well, our Aiden, toes. You got to hit the sound though for the. We got to create like a not so boring Bible <laughs> intro sound. That's a boring Bible. Like, you know, you know, in Phineas and Ferb, when they like introduce the. Yeah. It's got to be like, the not so boring Bible. And then we'll throw like <laughs> Preston Files face up there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so we can start hopping into some Q&A. I feel we should just go super in depth on each of these questions if we can. Let's do it. Some of them we're not going to be able to. Um, this first one is from Ash Ashley Birdsong. <laughs> what is a thing in your life that has tested your faith and trust in God lately? I can go first if no one else has anything. Go ahead. Go for it. So I've always like had this question, but like especially in the last few weeks, I'm like, God, why is it why is it so hard to either see you or hear you, I guess? And I've just been like pondering and questioning that. But that whole time I wasn't really seeking God in a way that was in-depth enough for him, I feel like, to talk back to me. And then this past week, I've really just made time for God to talk to me and also opened opportunities for God to talk to me. So, like, I've been just pursuing God in more things, like, than I would usually. So, like, just listen to a bunch of podcasts and stuff. And that way he's spoken through me. Like, so one of these questions coming up that we're talking about is, like, God spoke to me so many different ways to answer that question. Like, one of them, I'll, I'll, I'll say all the ways he uh, talked to me through that um, when we get to it. But it's just been really cool to actually, like, almost pretty much hear God talk to me through that way. Because, like, there's no way that, that was by chance that I just read all those Bible verses that in that order. And, like, on those random days, on those random verses, hearing podcasts and sermons, like, just every day having God speak to me in a different way, which yeah. is pretty cool. I, I agree with Luke, like, same thing, like, when I, like, I'm pretty sure everyone as a Christian, like, sometimes they're like, like, God, come on, like, I just need, like, a sign, like, that, I feel like that happens to everyone, but then I end up more doubting, like, myself and my faith more than I doubt, like, God and, like, how much power he has, because I always just end up 
doubting myself like oh maybe i'm not like reading the bible enough like, yeah you know like everyone listens to christian music but i don't listen to it as much so maybe i'm like oh like today going to school i should listen to some like christian music or whatever speaking of christian music we yeah. had a q a or i think a poll or what do you call those things where they can send in questions poll. on instagram and we had a bunch of people send in their favorite Christian songs. So we're going to make a Firestarters uh, playlist on Spotify. So you guys, it'll be in the description. You guys can go check that out if you want to hear some sweet Christian songs that the other listeners like. But just c- drawing off what Lois said, James 4, 8 talks about draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So it's just pretty much saying if you pursue God, he'll almost pursue you back in a way, I guess. He's always pursuing you, but if you don't look for him and listen to him, you're not going to see him, I guess. And like what Luke said about like, you know, like God talking to you sometimes, like I, I had a, a a really big problem with that for a really long time. I, call, I told Kyle about it and stuff. It was like every time at Young Life, it'd be like, all right, bro, like I need, I, I need the, the booming ho- voice from the heavens and that's what I need. And then, and then you can have me for whatever you want. And I do kind of want to take back, like you don't have to join you to God for him to speak to you. Like yeah, there's stories in the Bible of like... Mm-hmm. Saul turning into Paul like on a horse. He's killing Christians. He's doing the opposite of God wants him to do, and he just flips at 180. So there's moments like that, but when you already know God exists, I feel like if you don't pursue him, he's not going to, like, I don't know, come yeah. after you, but I would, yeah. I'd love to hear Kyle's opinion on but on this. Go ahead. Continue, Jenna. Yeah, and then and then I realized, um, like, he, he can talk to you in, like, ways that you, like, really don't expect. It's like that feeling, like, for me personally, like, one, one time let it, like that I really realized it was like when God was pushing me to do something. Um, there was this veteran at Walmart and I don't really like approaching random people and just like, you know, like talking to them. But like I had just like such a strong urge to talk to this guy and like thank him for his service and stuff. And like I, I like I couldn't be able to do it. And I keep seeing this guy in line. And then it just I, I just had to do it. And I went up and talked to him and he turned out to be like this really cool dude. And uh, we talked a little bit about Jesus and stuff and shook his hand and I thanked him for his service and stuff. So That's cool. Okay. A couple things. Um, so just to touch on like how you were talking about how Paul, like God spoke to him. One could say that he was seeking Christ just in the wrong way. That's true. Right. He was like he was killing like Christians, almost, but right? he was doing it because he was like trying to defend God. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously if you ask Paul, he's like, I was the worst of the worst. Um, so he wouldn't necessarily agree with my, my conclusion there, but, um, there's a couple verses and, and I love that you brought up James because my mind immediately went to James. So Ashley, if you're listening, check out James. It talks a lot about the testing of your faith. Literally first section says my brethren and sistren <laughs> <laughs> count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Literally the question you asked was, let's like, can you tell me about some times where your faith was tested recently? Um, he's saying to count it as joy because patience, uh, you let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing. Like how awesome that that is where we get to yeah. like where it leads us. Um, have you had a moment recently where you had a thing like that or are you just so, Settling God, but that just, never happens again. I, my faith's never tested. <laughs> no, uh, my faith is tested all the time. Um, one of one way that it was tested recently, my wife's grandfather died a week ago today. Um, so last, literally last week, um, we went down there and we saw him on Friday. So he, we saw him on Friday. He died 
Sunday at like 3 a.m. So he, he had like just a little bit more than 24 hours left when we saw him. And that shook me. Um, I've had like my grandparents die, but I wasn't super close to them. And now that I'm older and can perceive a little bit more, yeah. um, it kind of hit me. I was like, I was literally sitting there like I, I'm, I have a black heart. Like when I always tell people like, I don't have compassion. Like I don't care about your feelings. <laughs> like if you're like my puppy died, I'm like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> and I never cry. And I like, I walked into this room where he was staying and I just started crying. And I was just like, it just hurt me to see somebody that I love in this state. And I immediately started praying. I was like, God, just take him. Like, there's nothing left. Like, he's 90 years old. He's not going to get better. So just, like, take him. Like, stop the suffering. Um, And so that was this huge, like, for this whole last week, we've kind of been processing that. And um, really questioning my idea of, like, I don't know just what happens as you die and like your purpose on this earth um, and the fragility of life. Mm -hmm. And I've also been reading this book called the problem of pain, which was super convenient um, during this time. It's written by CS Lewis. If you haven't read any of CS Lewis books, then Kyle sponsored by CS Lewis. You're not a, yeah, you're not a real Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Every episode. (laughs) I love him. He's he's a man. Um, And anyway, so this one is like a sermon of his talking about like, how Christians perceive pain and the biggest question of like, why does God allow suffering in the world? Um, and that there were a lot of things that he brought up in that book. It's like, it takes like four hours to read. Like it's super short. Um, but I'll probably do it again just because I was like, I don't know how I feel about some of these things. Like just bringing up like, um, you know, like what happens or like why there's pain and why there's suffering. And, and it's a big question. I think a lot of atheists struggle with that and that's why they're like, I don't think you can believe in a God. Yeah. Yeah. But just going back to what you're talking about when you're like, you don't cry or anything. Like I'm always like at a funeral when someone's a Christian, like, why are you guys crying? He's in heaven. He's having a way better time. Oh yeah. But then I mean like in Romans 12, 15, it says rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And then every time there too, I'm reminded like, what if he wasn't Christian? How much worse would that be? then you would actually have to be super sad because oh, you know totally. where they're going. So that's just another reminder to keep keep grinding on sharing who Jesus is. Um, and by 100%. Jesus hat. <laughs> Speaking of Jesus, <laughs> you can take him everywhere with you. Not just in your heart, but on your head. Nice. And uh, buy some merch. Link in bio. <laughs> And you should make like a really that. nutty like advertisement for Jesus and your like merch. I want to, yeah. Like Jesus, like take him like everywhere, <laughs> and then like the hats, like while wearing the Jesus hat for only thirty three two. Make off brand skittles that are like Jesus pills or something. <laughs> yeah, sell those, bro. <laughs> like they just have pills with Jesus on it. Who's gonna Jesus confidence? Co- yeah, cop you over to, and it's like to talk to someone. Just pop a Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is uh? There's like a mint commercial. That talks about that. Like they pop in like a mint and then they're like well, ready like the to Snickers talk to the bar girl. commercials. Like when nah, they're all down, true. they just eat a Snickers and you're like on fire. You're uh, not a Christian when you haven't had a Jesus. It's like the five gum commercial. Chew five gum. No, like after he chews, like it's like one of the, one of the newer ones. He like chews five gum and then it gives him like powers. <laughs> he starts like running all over the city. That's what it reminds me of. Nice. But with Jesus. Yeah. All right, should we go to the next question? I think we answered that one pretty solidly. Pretty good. Um, Alex Studio asks, Hi, this is Alex from France. I've just watched all the episodes of your podcast in the space of a few days. That's how amazing it is. Thank you for taking the time to do this. May God keep blessing all you guys. My question is, 
Thank you for the compliment, by the way. And on some of these, I take the compliments out because it gets kind of old. <laughs> but this one, it was, <laughs> it was, it was cool because it was from France. Um, since you've dabbled a bit in idols on the last episode, I wanted to know, what are your thoughts on younger generations following and idolizing stars, singers, actors to the point of, of being obsessed slash addicted? So that's the first question. You know, I think we could take this topic and do an entire podcast on it. <laughs> like straight up. Yeah. We could choose one word and do a whole podcast on it. Well, no, but no, but I think this is a really, it's really a relevant topic. Yeah, yeah. With, especially with you guys were talking about Gen Z, like, yeah, go. I give think us it's the super on Gen rebel, Z. Um, so I just I found out a very sad stat the other day, and um, that stat is that only four percent of uh, of Gen Z uh, consider follows Jesus. And that that is that is very sad. We're here to change that belief. Yeah, we're gonna make it like five percent and six percent, and then we're gonna go into like a hundred percent. That's right. That's the dream. Um, we're funding for conversion camps. So if you guys want to donate, <laughs> <laughs> that's <Okay>. a joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's actually like it's it is really relevant because you see these celebrities like talking and like influencing kids like more than their parents, like. Mm-hmm. Bro, like Billie Eilish said, I have to get vaccinated. I don't care what you have to say, mom. Like, it's yeah. I think we, I think we should spend like a whole podcast talking about <laughs> it. Like, no joke. It, like, look at your average screen time. Yeah. That's how. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the average kids or young adults' screen time watched, that shows how much celebrities and people are um, influencing influencing our generation and your guys' generation. We talked about that last episode too of like, is God more important to us or is like the worldly thing more important? We're like comparing reading the Bible to our screen time and it's kind of like, well, there's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, if there's like, if there's like, like seven an, minutes in the Bible, yeah. seven yeah. hours on my feet. If there's like a singer or something, like some music artist and I pay like $200 just to go to this concert and it's on a Sunday, like honestly, I would go to the concert. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like that's, also a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and but, just yeah. like, I know you guys watch Ben Shapiro, but like yeah. the whole blow up over Nicki Minaj's vaccine tweet. <laughs> it's like, who cares <laughs> yeah. what Nicki yeah. Minaj has to say or Billie Eilish, like. Or Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Fire Starters podcast ended. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah. Like who influences you on a daily basis? I can tell you who influences me. Ben Shapiro. I thought you were going to hold your Bible up. Sports <laughs> Center, Snapchat. Like, like, remember the time we, like, compared the um, the hours that we spend, like, with God and then the hours we spend on our phones? Yeah, just, yeah. And, like, we came to, like, church that one time, and we all were like, all right, let's see our screen time. Everyone's, like, eight hours, yeah. like, six to eight hours oh, well. of, yeah. like, um, a day. Mine was three. Yeah, mine's three. Wow, too. good job, Luke. Yeah, well, mine was like editing six. For like eight hours three, 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 I'm joking. I'm just making. Lots my mom watches the podcast. Right? I don't know. It's eight hours. <laughs> Clash, yeah, yeah Andrew's <laughs> watching this podcast too. So. Sorry, Sylvia Tornar, but mine is like six and a half hours. Which is like <laughs> more than half a day. Louis, <laughs> no. I'll <laughs> <laughs> honestly, my mom's screen time's getting up there as well. Oh, well, <laughs> same with my She's mom. Like watching the podcast. <laughs> same with my mom. Mom, that was a joke. I don't spend that much time on my phone. I spend time in the books <laughs> that you can't read in the words that I can read really well. <laughs> Super fast. All right, so Alex, as far as your question goes, we want to do a whole kind of, I guess, episode on this. Great question. That's a great question. <laughs> awesome. So are we just going to the next one or do you guys want to No, can you can you just read the the question, the question part again? again? We can yeah. talk about it for a sec. 
Um, since you've been <coughs> since you've dabbled a bit on idols in the last episode, I wanted to know what are your thoughts on younger generations following and idolizing stars, singers, actors to the point of being obsessed slash addicted. So I'll just go ahead and say, like, even I think a huge, huge aspect of that question is the influence that celebrities and influencers, that's why they're called influencers, have on especially the younger generations Mm -hmm. is huge. Um, And unfortunately, the way that the Bible designed life is through community with the people who are around you, namely the parents like influencing their children and then children being in community with other kids that are also being built up by their parents. But today's society is so detached from that, that parents are like, here's a screen, here's a screen. Um, and influenced from like every different thought of the world and then you yeah. just end up being a weird person with a bunch of weird <laughs> ideas. Well, and it's like fine tuned to you, right? It's yeah. like, like if you look at my Instagram feed, it's like weightlifting and surfing because those are the things that I love and memes because memes are funny, <laughs> but like it's, so it's fine tuned to you. So you yeah. are stuck in this little myopic world where you're like, this is what everybody experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like if you looked at Aiden's Snapchat or yeah, TikTok Snapchat or, or yeah. TikTok or Instagram, whatever, custom to us, his feed's going to be totally different than mine. Yeah. So it's, it's not only that like, like you're kind of just like petting yourself. Yeah. Cause it gives you, it gives you exactly what you want. Like exactly. when you want it. And yeah. another really bad well, thing about telling them. you you're right on all these platforms. Cause they know you like yeah. that. And yeah. Like, yeah. Cause yeah, you find right, stuff right, that right, you right, agree right. with. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, the, the bad thing about that is that like, there's no other opinions for you to observe. And then you become so weak in your own opinion and you, you're not grounded at all. Some person can just come up and blow up your entire belief system. Yeah. yeah. Which is why you need to watch Firestars podcast. Exactly. Ground <laughs> we're always right. Jesus, boys. Uh, and, you know, honestly, like watch podcasts on why God doesn't exist and yeah. stuff totally. like that because then you know the arguments and then you know what to look for and how you can debunk those things. And yeah. Like we watch for yourself what you want to believe and what's true. And that's obviously going to make you a lot stronger in what you believe. So like we watch videos from atheists. Like yeah, debunking like Christianity. A couple months ago, yeah. Yeah. That was an easy one. There's a lot well, and we did that yeah. one too, yeah. <laughs> Kyle just obliterated that dude. But at the same time, like, seek out more relevant topics. Like, we looked, we watched a video of, like, this dude that was probably, like, <laughs> I don't know, 80, yeah. 70. And he's like, this is why I'm, I'm an atheist. Um, and we laughed atheist. a little bit about it. But the truth is, like, that's not the stuff we're going to be presented with. We're going to be presented with, like, you don't support women's rights. Yeah. yeah, because you don't support abortion and it's like, all right, we need to hear what those people are being fed so we can understand why they think the way they think. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess yeah, watch Alex. some CNN. <laughs> Actually, I don't watch any news. So. Great question. A uh, second question from Alex is, um, wait, Alex fu- could be a dude, by the way. <laughs> it's a girl. I want to okay. YouTube channel. She does like a bunch of French music. And okay. I just want to make sure. Um, Sorry, Alex. Actually, she makes a lot of React videos, so I think that's where the obsessed with addicted uh, being to idolizing people because cool. she like watches those videos. Good. Anyways, her question. <laughs> uh, here's a fun question: What would you love to do right now at this moment? This be on this podcast? Like anything? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Drugs. You guys are crazy. I would be skydiving. Oh, that's drinking some pineapple juice <laughs> and reading proverbs. Reading, yeah, sure. Reading yeah. proverbs at on the, way the same down. time. Landing. On landing in bikini bottom with yeah, SpongeBob, exactly. 
No, first landing on a water trampoline and bouncing into the water, hanging out with SpongeBob Squidward for a day. No, for real though, like I feel like I'd really want to, like eventually, like I feel like it'd be cool. Us as a group, we just go to like some country, like China or something, and like smuggle Bibles. I think that'd be so much fun. I think so. Be sneaky. Yeah. I think we should make a drone that's big enough to carry us. Take a helicopter. I was thinking Bibles and just drop. Take a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. just drop them all off the back. Like, like, why don't people drop like little SD cards with just the Bible downloaded on them, or like something that people can just like put into a printer and then just print the Bible? I think that in China, it's pretty difficult to get a computer. A computer that will process that SD. Like, I think they all have firewalls on them. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll like read the. Just like a text document, though. Well, they're all tracked. It'll be like Christian. Jesus, debunk, and it'll sh- like bad. explode. God moment. Yeah. We live in a place where we can we can print the Bible, do anything, to. read anything, we and want. we can stream it online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hold on. We can play video games for more than two hours a day. <laughs> China, bro. <laughs> um, two hours a week, or I guess four. Hours. Yeah, no, it's, it's, two hours it's a week, just right? Every weekend, yeah. And we can have three kids. In China, they uh, they thought their kids were getting so stupid. They uh, <laughs> they they literally like you're not allowed to play video games on the week like the weekdays at all and it's Hilarious. two hours a weekend dude if dad was dictator over america oh. he'd be the same <laughs> plug <laughs> for america the best country in the president world president renee is like yes Join us. <laughs> just at night he's got like a big old switch in his office it's like <laughs> no <laughs> that's literally what happens at our house um if i could do anything right now i would be swimming with like a killer whale that'd be cool that that's sounds what I would fun do. yeah like the one on the back of your phone case. That's actually a whale shark, which I'd also love to <laughs> swim with a whale shark too. Oh, killer whales are brutal. I know. They launch the seals in the air like Dude, 60 feet. Dude, I saw this video like dolphin jumped and then a killer whale was like <laughs> and hit it. Oh, that's mid-air. from Animal Planet. It was crazy <laughs> in that video. I can't wait till heaven to where they like don't kill each other. Where they're like cool and you can like ride them. Yeah. It's not fun that's watch. all I'm going to do. You can do like who can get the biggest air on them. Sweet, like, <laughs> little anecdote here. My brother-in-law, he's going to school in San Diego, and he was surfing, and he's like, dude, there are dolphins, like, a foot from my surfboard the other day. And I was like, create a little waterproof pocket and put little, like, anchovies in it, and the dolphins will be your friends. <laughs> like, that's what I would do if I lived there. I would just be, like, feeding the dolphins. And then, like, every time no, I go surfing, we do dolphins here. He'd wait for you at the shore. Yeah. Back. It'd be, like, SeaWorld. Name real. Yeah. yeah. The dolphin whisperer, Kyle. Yeah. Nice, nice. Sounds fun. All right, well, next question from Pineapples and Proverbs. Pineapples and Proverbs? Yep. That's the love name. Yeah, that's awesome. If you just there, wait, are there any numbers? Proverbs? Yeah. Is there any what? Are there any numbers, pineapples spaces? and Proverbs. Is that Is like your own like podcast? Pineapple space and Proverbs. I want to hear more from you, okay. Pineapples and Podcast. <laughs> yeah. She has a really nice uh, photo thumbnail of herself. So. Um, it's like it's her. It's not a pineapple? No, it's, it's her. All Unless right. she identifies as a pineapple. Is she holding a pineapple? Hey. Is there a pineapple anywhere in the photo? I don't know. Right, Upgrade should, your you profile. Definitely yeah. put a pineapple. It needs to be like SpongeBob, like living yeah, in a pineapple. Exactly. It's just like a room tour. I don't really know. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> here's our question. I have a contribution to the cussing bit. The Bible. So last episode we talked about cussing, mm. I guess. Um, the Bible does say, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. While that could mean trying or tearing others down or being hateful or saying false testimony, I look at it as also saying words that society views as bad so if society sees a word as a cuss word that can be deemed as unwholesome i thought you guys explained it well i just wanted to throw my two cents i'll throw my two cents back i think if you're looking on your two cents stupid (laughs) if you're looking at society to tell you what's right and wrong 
that's already already a red flag in a way. Although you're right in a certain sense, like at you'll if you say a cuss word and people around you think that's bad and you're a Christian, they'll automatically be attributed. He's a Christian. He's doing bad things. That doesn't make sense. So that part makes sense. But if you're looking to society to tell you what's right and wrong, which I'm sure you know this, but like obviously don't do that because otherwise abortion would be a, abortion would be okay, or like all the, being gay and all these things would be okay. Um, so just there's a, there's a middle like a gray area there where you got to like have the face of a Christian where you don't cuss, not because it's I guess necessarily wrong to say certain words, but just because society thinks those words are, I guess not perfect. Wholesome. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. So, like, if someone just said, like, the, the word bread was bad, and it's, like, Whoa. the highest cuss word now, Whoa. like, I would still say bread. Because, oh, like, wow. the Lord for knows sure. that that's not, like, a bad thing to but say. But, like, poop. I'm sure God doesn't care if we say poop. Yeah, exactly. And there's the other word for poop. Can you mute him? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree with your guys' the heart of that discussion. And what I'll say is, and, again, the Bible does not explicitly say do not use cuss words. Like obviously we can find stuff to back up any, both sides of this argument in the Bible. My, and speaking of finding things to back up our side of the argument in the Bible, the Bible talks about how we're to be separated from the world by our conduct. Um, And so to me, that means like I'm going to do everything I can to, be different than the world in a pure wholesome way. Like God talks about how he's purifying us and making us perfect. And so anything that the world views or like clearly doesn't line up with my biblical beliefs, I'm going to run away from that as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And so for me, cussing is one of those things. So, but it also kind of leads back to the conversation we have on when you become a Christian, everything becomes lame and boring and you're like a monk in a way. So there's that middle ground of a lot of things we Christians do that are like, or things that are fun in the world are still holy or like, they're not bad things. They're just like, yeah. They're tainted. Kyle's the perfect example of a fun Christian. Like you can go out and do anything with this guy. Like we, we go cliff jumping. Not a lot, but I think, do you think it's too late? I don't know. The water level is kind of low. Punch bowl is blue right now. It looks kind of You jump in it lately? What? Nah, I just drove past it, and I was like, dang. And I we should check it out. It. Yeah, we could. It's cool. It's it, jumpable. Su- big sender. 100%. It's awesome. Teaches me flips. Cool. Nice. He full sends for Jesus. <laughs> live like Kyle. Send it. It's a shirt. Live for like Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, a good any, any other things on this um, question from Pineapples and Proverbs? One quick other note that I will say. I know a lot of Christians that I respect and that are awesome people who cuss from time to time. Um, but at the same time, I think that it's super awesome if you've chosen not to. Uh, it's almost like drinking, I guess. Yeah, like I know a lot like, of Christians who drink. Jesus Like drank. on occasionally, you know. Jesus made wine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is the mind maker. He's like, also another water thing. He took water and he turned it into wine. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess is doesn't really work. Although he probably theory. didn't drink it. <laughs> he got rid of the nasty... Like if you look foot at that water, story, yeah. yeah, it was like foot water, right? It was like turned into good scrubbing my like dirt doesn't and mean like camel yeah. and like sheep poo off my hands. Doesn't mean you should drink alcohol, but drink responsibly. <laughs> when you're 21. When you're 21, <laughs> old enough. And don't drive either. Ever. 
Don't ever. pray while just drunk. Don't get not in, even if just you're don't drunk. even get in the like, car. If you're Never. not drunk. What about drunk praying? Hey. Whenever. Whenever. Look. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably actually the time you really should be praying. <laughs> when the day comes. God, please make me sorry. On your 21st birthday. Drink responsibly. <laughs> That's it. Of course. Right. Yep. We can just cut that out. Yeah. I'm I'm giving them. All right, okay, I'm going to the next question. question. Um, not sure who this is from. What do each of you want to be when you graduate, or what? What do you want to do when you graduate, career-wise? Um, I've already chosen my career. I do photography, and videography. If anyone needs any music videos or videos in general, I'm the man. So that's that's what I do. Oh I'm graduated as well. So, um, I have no idea what I want to do. So if you have a really cool job idea, actually no, I do. I want to be a stunt man. I want to do some crazy stuff for movies and stuff. That's that's the dream. Nice. You've already Kyle's a banker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a banker when I grow up though. What do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know. You oh, want okay. to swim with whales. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You still have time for real. You're if like that was a job. Nineteen years old. I think you're fine. Bro, work at Waterworld. <laughs> Be an influencer, a whale influencer. Be a surf, be a surf teacher. I could just do like TikTok videos <laughs> yeah. of whales. That would I'll be, be like me. Steve Irwin. And they're like, and he was eaten and by, he a was by a whale. Jonah can be the stuntman eaten by the whale. Yeah. And we can make yes. an episode. And hey, we can talk about it on the podcast, his relationship with Jonah. Because he is Jonah. Mm. Jonah getting eaten by the whale. Oh. See, his career is all coming together. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Aiden, why don't you tell me and I'll, I'll fill in the world. So Aiden says nope. he's going to study philosophy. He's going to get his master's in philosophy <laughs> and then go into music. And he's going to sing some philosophical songs. <laughs> philosophical music. Some bangers. Write some philosophical <laughs> lyrics. Those are some, hey, do it. Like when Morgan Freeman gets featured Think in about a song. It. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, Lewis, what about you? Dang, bro. Um, you know, at this point, you know, I'm kind of like just figuring out what I like. But, um, you know, when you go to college, you can always, like, change your degree and stuff. But um, as of right now, um, I'm not good at reading, but I like to do math. So I'm thinking, like, when I go to college, um, maybe get an engineering degree because, you know, you get paid a lot. And then, um, like, Aiden, I definitely want to do, like, some music on the side. And then, I don't know, some club football or something, like, when I'm – like senior league, that would be cool. Nice, Just a bunch of old people, some rugby, <laughs> maybe hacky sack tournament, maybe some spike ball, spike professional ball. spike ball player. Yeah, honestly, who knows? I mean, I'm figuring it out, but I'll do anything at this point. Nice. Awesome. So, I mean, the nice thing is, as long as Jesus is the top priority in your life, you can kind of do what you want and what God leads you to do. Which brings up the whole thing on how do you know what God leads you to do, but that's the different thing. Okay, so do you have any embarrassing moments in or outside of church? Didn't we, like, answer this question on, like, episode two? That was just in church, though. This uh, one's, like, outside of church, too. You know? says in or outside of church? Yeah. If you don't have embarrassing moments in your life, <laughs> then you live, like, under in a, a closet. Rock. Yeah. yeah. Um... I mean, how 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 embarrassing do we want to get? <laughs> yeah, like I, okay. Uh, I want to cringe. One one really embarrassing story that I thought was really funny. Um, I, I work at Paradise, and they had a name written down, and I saw it for like a split second. I was running. I was taking out orders, 
and I, I, I saw Weasley. Or I thought I saw Weasley from like Harry Potter, right? I was, I was, I was so confident. I go out there, Weasley, Weasley, you know, for like ten minutes. I was like, well, not ten minutes, but and then I came back in. I was like, bro, there's no Weasley out there. This is this is messed up. I look at the ticket and it says Wesley. <laughs> That's <laughs> so the most was, embarrassing moment of your life. No, nah, I, it's, just, it's just one that comes you know, to mind, yeah. and it was just really funny, and everyone was laughing at me, and I felt really, really stupid. Another one, I one one time I was working at Lucy's Bakery and I had to heat up a burrito and I didn't take the tin foil off. Oh <laughs> Put in gosh. the microwave, shut it, just like lightning happening in the microwave. <laughs> like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of these are at work. Like my very first day working at Paradise, I was walking by and like my elbow knocked over like the milk and then it just went with the other milk and I dropped like five giant things of milk <laughs> all over the floor in in this tiny workspace and then the next day i like i'm surprised i didn't get fired the next day there was like a 400 hundred dollar order for like all these kids oh, and no. like there's like 15 ice creams and then um i'm like taking it outside on this like giant tray and the kid this kid like walks under me and like bumps his head on the thing <laughs> so i lost it with one hand and it fell everywhere like second day First day and second day, <laughs> and like all my coworkers thought I had like some problem or something. Oh, it was special! It, yeah, it was so bad. And then like I couldn't figure out where anything was. And then um, my boss was super confused because she knows me personally. And then when I came to work, it was like, like I was just this just idiot, like bumbling fool. Yeah, I was like literally like I was so clumsy too. Like I d- dropped an entire thing of chocolate chip cookies and like the baker was super mad at me and like made me make them by myself <laughs> because she didn't want to make them. Just, you know, most of them at work, but I'm sure I can think of others because I'm a very embarrassing person. I mean, I yeah, we all mess, have up, embarrassing mess stories, up all the time. All right, Kyle, okay. what you, bro? Dude, I've got so many embarrassing stories. <laughs> One that comes to mind, eighth grade, playing dodgeball with like, the entire eighth grade, like, dope. It was like guys and girls. People. Yeah, I don't know. It was a lot. Well, like I had more people in my class than y'all, so it was a lot of people. No, nah, but it oh. was a lot. Got pantsed in the gym, <laughs> and like in Command- front of everybody. commando or no? Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> like straight up nude. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't wearing underwear that day. No, I was. They just like whoever did it got both. Like, oh, they what? got the oh, underwear the and the oh, shorts. Dang. Yeah. Oh, dude. And uh, I remember there was a girl that I had a crush on in the gym at that time. And, dude, like, the <laughs> amount of time it took me to get my pants, my shorts back <laughs> up was, like, it was, like, dash from The Incredibles. I was so fast because I was so embarrassed, dude. I was, like, <laughs> she like, came up to you the next day, like, hey, Kyle. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> no. That was, like... I'm sweating right now talking about it. <laughs> in eighth grade, I was like, ah. This woman is now his wife. <laughs> no, no. Not true. So funny. All right. Well, that kind of brings up the next question. Do you have any advice uh, on Christian dating, and what are your opinions on dating non-Christians? Wow. That was really. That's a good segue. That was good tying. Yeah. Well done, Jesus. Bro, I don't know. Uh, I got a good Bible verse that kind of talks about this. Um, Philippians 2. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy 
by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, one mind. Let nothing be done without selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each other esteem each other and be better than um, himself. So that kind of talks about how you should probably have the same thought process behind decisions and incorporating God if you're in a relationship. Um, if anyone else has anything to say, I have some more stuff to say on that. But if or you could be like first. my mom who converted my dad by working for him for free on Sunday <laughs> if he went to church with her. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like That's pretty legit. My parents definitely had some different views. Like when they met each other, they like hated each other. <laughs> but then, you know, now they love each other. But maybe not off the first impression. <laughs> but yeah, but like now they're like minded. I feel like off the first impression, you don't need to be like, oh my gosh. Like we agree on everything. No, like, like if you guys agree on like nothing, you shouldn't be like, well, <laughs> next person sucks. Yeah. Left swipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Kyle has a wife, so he probably is. The most group qualified here. Yeah. I will say that I didn't do it perfectly, and most people don't. Dang, I don't. I can't tell you if I know Sorry. anybody who has <laughs> been through like had like perfect relationship background. I I doubt there's anybody. Yeah. So go to God and um and and ask God. But when it comes to dating, especially in a Christian um like worldview. You have to look at your end goal, right? Is like the world's end goal of dating is like, oh, I had a fun relationship, like, you know, hooked up with this guy, that girl for a little while. It was fun. We had fun together. Not the same as God's view of relationships. Yeah. Relationships in God's view are not only this beautiful connection between two people, but it's a reflection of his love for the Us. Yeah, for the body of Christ. And when you look at it that way, there's no room for anyone else. If God was like, oh, I really love my followers, but, oh, man, this one other body of followers that I had one time, <laughs> like, there's no room for that, um, especially in a perfect and pure relationship. There's no room for that. And so we don't want to be flippant with how we pursue others prior to marriage like oh i'm just gonna date this person just for fun you know like i'm you know maybe it doesn't go anywhere like whatever i'm not in i'm not committed i just like whatever it is right it, you should go into each um relationship with the filter of like am i gonna marry this person yeah and i want to get to know them to decide if i'm gonna marry this person whether you're a guy or a girl if even if, if you're the girl you're not probably going to be asking the guy to marry you, but you should still go in with that mindset of like, am I going to marry this guy? And if, if at any point you get, and obviously different, you know, emotions change over different days, um, you're like, ah, oh, you know what? I really don't think I want to marry this person because they don't love Jesus or whatever. Then you should really consider continuing that relationship or not. Um, so that that's another topic that or you can give them an ultimatum do you want to <laughs> keep living as a non-christian or you can Sinner. accept jesus and yeah you want these lips <laughs> <laughs> your lips better be professing jesus <laughs> nice um but this is something i'm actually super passionate about is relationship between men and women um because i've seen it done so wrong yeah and it breaks my heart because i think it's, it's such a like marriage is awesome 
and relation having a relationship with someone who, I mean, most of the time you find them attractive, and two, you think they're fun. Um, I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think my wife's super hot, she's the hottest. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know everybody's relationship. Um, but then you get to live in such deep fellowship with that person. It's so so awesome if it's done under God's authority. You do the thing and you do it right. <laughs> It just might work. <laughs> nice. Well, I think that was a pretty solid answer for that one. So I guess. Yeah. Let's go, Kyle. Hey, I'm super passionate about that. Anytime, you know, hit me up in the, uh, I guess how I don't. We, how did they contact you, Kyle? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I'm underground. Uh, no, anytime you have questions about relationships between men and women um, and marriage, I love answering those questions. You can just hit them up on the Firestarters podcast. Yeah, and we'll, we'll link you up with Kyle. Luke knows where to find me. <laughs> All right. Hi, Firestarters. My name is Daniel, and I'm currently a college student in Southern California. Hi, Daniel. What's up? So okay. Southern Cal. Hey, I want to hear where I grew up in Southern California. Nice. All right, let's wait for the clapping. There we go. Before I start with my question, I just want to say that I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Whenever I listen to you guys, I'm all... Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> Woo! Whenever I listen to you guys, I'm always deeply encouraged by what you guys say. You all have been a great pleasure and joy to listen and engage with and i'm thankful that you guys are using your gifts of content creation and social media presence to bring glory to god here's my question how can i better support slash encourage the people around me who are lukewarm christians to be more specific i have a particular friend who chose to follow god two years ago her testimony is incredible i used to be she used to be an atheist slash buddhist before following god and for around half a year she had a fire passion for God so much that she greatly encouraged many people in our church and college group. However, as time and the college years progressed, she has been following a lifestyle of partying, drinking, etc. So um, he just wants to know kind of like how to get her back to Jesus, I guess. would be the Is this the last question? Yes. So we, we can, can go, we can go deep on this. on this one. Yeah. So Get your shovels, fellas. <laughs> Let's start this, digging. I got it. This was the question that like God spoke to me throughout the whole week on answering. And so the first thing was, um, I was at another youth group and the guy was, he was talking, his name's Matthew. Shout out Matthew. He's talking about ego. It's like Aquaman. And he literally made this up on the spot. He was just talking. He was like, so, so ego stands for edging God out. So when you kind of look at our lives, it's focused on making our ego look better in a way. Kind of the same thing as selfishness almost. And mostly when we look at building up our ego, we're not like, oh, how many Bible verses can I memorize? How many, like, you know, it's obviously more worldly stuff like what's the, what's the coolest car I can get? How much money can I get? Etc. So it's all about working on our ego, which pushes God out. Because if God is not our main ego, I don't know if that even would work. But if God's not your main thing in your life and you're focused on your ego, you're pushing God out. So I thought that was pretty cool how ego stands for edging God out. Having an ego, like a a big ego, is a direct assault on God. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this like a couple podcasts ago about like sin and how it derives from your ego, and I feel like that's a big part. But I guess one thing you could do also to encourage this girl, right? Yep. Boy or girl? I have a lot more too, but you could go ahead. He just, he, he said like, what girl? Like the general question was like, you know, people in general, how can I encourage them? But yeah. specifically, she's talking about a girl. Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, I guess for this example, 
is what you can definitely do is like encourage her that like God still wants her. Cause I know exactly what she's probably thinking right now is like, she's come all this way and then like deny like pushes away God. Like does God still want me back? Anything like that. But yeah. that's one thing is you should like encourage her um, and tell her that like, God still wants her and she's not like too far gone or anything like when that. When Lewis says that, I'm just reminded of the story of the prodigal son where he just took all his money. He said, dad, I don't care about you at yeah. all and wasted all of it. And then he came back and his dad was so happy to have him back. Yeah. Which brings me to this other verse <clears throat> that I heard, which I was going to use at the end to like boost it up before, you know, crush people. Use this one at the end, but we'll use this one now. Crush them later. We'll come up with another one. <laughs> As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and the ruler and of the kingdom of the air, which is Satan, and the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also live lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following in its desires and thoughts. Let the rest we were by nature, like the rest we were by nature, the deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. In order that us in Christ Jesus... Uh, wait. In order that us in Christ Jesus, for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith and not from yourself, it is the gift of God, as we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians 2, 1 through 8. So that was kind of what you were saying, Lewis, mm-hmm. a little bit. All right. Next verse, unless you guys have anything to say on that. No, keep going. So, yeah. Do you want me to read? Sure. So this 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 next one, I I, I read my dad the question kind of randomly because I usually don't read him questions we get like right when I got it because it was really long. So I was like, oh, dad, look at this long message we got, and he was like, oh yeah. Um, the next morning he was like, oh, I found a really good verse on this, um, and which is Galatians one six through seven. So you can go ahead and read. I am astonished that you that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we are, even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I may say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel other than what, I, other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. So I guess one for this one, can we can kind of like consider the worldly, I guess, temptations to be almost a gospel in a way? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that I look at that is one way that the gospel could be perverted, especially in this circumstance, is like most people when they first hear the gospel, it's you're a sinner and Jesus came to die for those sins. And by the grace of God, you have eternal life. Mm-hmm. Just in the short version, right? Right awesome. Thank you. God, you're so gracious. Oh my gosh. I don't have to live with all the sin in my past. A perversion of that gospel is, Hey, because of God's grace, it doesn't matter if you, your, your friend goes out and parties. It doesn't matter what she does because she's covered by grace, right? This is like mainstream Christianity is like, you're covered by grace. It's okay. Like Saturday night, not a big deal. You're covered by grace. <laughs> um, which is a perversion of the gospel. 
like we are called to live holy lives. Um, and yeah, there is grace for when we slip up, but when we're choosing those things instead of living for Christ, that's totally different than slipping back or falling into temptation or something like that. But when you're actively choosing it, that is again, just against God's will. Mm-hmm. And then Jennifer forgot to read one, the last part of this. Am I not trying to win approval of human beings or of God, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So that kind of goes back to the ego thing. Um, That's really hard to do though. Yeah. Like, especially in this world where you're, um, I, I guess your re- reputation revolves almost around everything and mm-hmm. rumors and lies spread so fast and things are taken out of context, context so quickly. Um, it's it's hard to do that. But well, it's easy to tell, though, if you're trying to please people, pleasing God. Yeah. So Especially, like, part. if you're stuck with the personality of a people pleaser. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like me and Jonah are kind of like yeah. people pleasers. Like, that's my favorite thing is approval. And, uh, like, for people to look at me and, like, just dang, think, like, he's yeah. cool. Like, that, like, makes me happy, for example. But... I think we all have that. Yeah. For sure. Well, I th- and I, you're not special. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I, monkey. I do think it's true that a lot of people are more prone to that because like I told you guys earlier, like I don't care what people think. Yeah. Like if I was walking down the street and somebody was like, Oh my gosh, he's wearing a Jesus shirt. I'd be like, dang, right. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about it? Yeah. This is Aiden talking through me. Um, <laughs> um I'm just kidding. All right. I don't really care what people think, but I still seek approval from like the people that I love because like it's expected of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Aiden's saying like he doesn't care what people think, so he's kind of in the same boat as me, but he still seeks approval from the people that he loves and because so, he expects it from them. And so when I don't get approval from them, like when my mom yells at me while I'm driving, it like really upsets me. Yeah. So when he doesn't <laughs> get approval from them, um, like when his, when his mom mommy. yells at him <laughs> when mommy. he drives. It makes him super upset, which <laughs> makes a lot of sense. I do the same. Like, like I don't care what a lot of people think about me, but if Andrew was like, you suck, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's true. I think a lot of people are more prone to that. Um, Andrew, my wife, would attest to that. Like, there's a lot of times where she's like, so your brother wants us to watch their kids, and I don't want to, but I feel like I have to because if I say no – then they're going to like not like me. Yeah. And I'm like, just tell them no. Like, I don't want to watch their kids. They're horrible kids. And <laughs> she's like, but I can't just tell them no. And I'm like, give me your phone. I will tell them no. Um, but yeah, I think like you guys said, Andrew's probably in the same boat as you two where it's like that, you know, people looking at you in that light is, it has a different effect on you. Yeah. Well, you know, like, and that's also not something you're stuck with. It's not like genetic. Maybe it is. But, like, I feel like you can also, it's, like, almost, like, testing it. Like, this is a dumb example. But, like, the Jesus hat, like, the first few times I wore it out in public and, like, in places I knew people wouldn't, like, like it, it I was, like, thinking about it all the time, like, looking at people, like, how they'd look at me. But after a while, you just don't care anymore. And once you get to that point where you realize, like, people aren't going to, like, where it doesn't matter about people's opinions, especially people you don't know, really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, people you know, it's a lot harder. But people you don't know, like, it just doesn't matter. So it just makes it a lot easier. So it's almost like you have to work on it. It's like a muscle almost, like, not caring what people think of you. I agree. I've got a lot of shirts that have, uh, this is Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. 
um, on the back of my shirt. It actually has the verse written out. This is one of my favorite shirts. But um, <laughs> I've got a lot of shirts and like hoodies and stuff that have like stuff on like my hoodie that says walk on water um, or tr- it says trust God. It says walk on water on the back. But I was the same way. Like the first time I wore them, I was like, someone's going to like, I was kind of like a little choosy of where I'd wear them. I'm like, yeah. I'm just going over to my in-laws house. But now like, I'm like, I'm going to an atheist convention. And I'm wearing it. Like I am so down to wear it everywhere I go. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I pray for that kind of confidence. It's, it's sweet. Yeah. That's impressive. You gotta, you that. gotta work that muscle out, man. Like if I mm. were like, have like a, or I have set up like a place and a time for like a first impression of pretty much anyone. I try to like, you know, look my best and like feel my best and stuff. And then, you know, all that. But I feel like if I were to, like, I couldn't imagine, for example, like going to an atheist workplace and like going to my job interview, wear like a shirt that just says like, I love Jesus. You don't, you suck. Like (laughs) I I, I would not be able to do that. Like no way. It should say, if you don't love Jesus, you might as well kill yourself. <laughs> that was, that was maybe maybe me, not, but for me, it's, inside if, joke. for me, it's that like extreme to like when I was in Switzerland and I was around my cousins that I hadn't seen for so long. I have I have this um this bracelet that says God is big enough. I would flip it inside out. I'd yeah, like, exactly. Like first impression, like they guys? haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. Like you want to look your best for them, so like they have like a good impression of you. Going back to like the reputation thing. Is like today, reputation is pretty much everything. Like, like I don't know if it, like Aiden can relate to this, but like especially in like a small school, like our reputation is like the thing that we're founded on. Do you agree with that, or are you just yeah, sleeping? Well, unlike unlike Aiden, you know, people are like, "Oh my god!" Like, Aiden is himself. I have heard that though, Aiden. So yeah, Aiden's built different. <laughs> like me like my reputation in school is like i feel like that's a lot it's a lot for me and it's definitely something i need to work on like how i think people view me or how like i want to be viewed in those situations yeah but i mean the other thing i have to say to that is the longer you make yourself viewed in a certain i'll call it worldly way the harder it's going to be to go out yeah, of like that to come back way to and break it because then people are going to be like, like what are you doing yeah that's true and you get set in your ways. And I will say like the Bible explicitly talks about working as is if God was the one approving our work yeah. and not being like, uh, people pleasers essentially. Like I know that sounds really mean cause we were just talking about <laughs> how you guys are yeah. tuned that way. But, um, the biggest way that you can have that confidence is through prayer. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just like, um, Skittles. Yeah, or like Jesus your Skittles. <laughs> yeah, like Luke, like how you warmed up to it. Like, for example, oh shoot, I forgot what I was gonna say. Like, oh yeah, so when we first started this podcast, and my like my reputation in school is not like what it should be. Like when people saw me on the podcast, like the first episode or whatever, like because you know it got shared throughout a lot of places locally, and like when they saw that, like Louis, like you're on a Christian podcast, like you're Christian, and I was like. <laughs> You didn't know that? They're like, no. And it really made me think about, like, the reputation I'd created, like, especially in my school. Yeah. And, like, how hard and how, like, strange it was for other people to, like, look at me, like, change and go on this podcast. And, like, the like how, like, dumbfounded they were and confused on how I'm on, like, a Christian podcast. 
was kind of like disappointing to me, but it's because I'd like strayed so far from this reputation that I needed mm -hmm. that I'm in this reputation that I already have and going out of that or going out of it was easy, but coming back in is now like getting harder and harder for me. That's cool. Yeah. Another person that I like really like how he doesn't really care is Matthew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Matthew in school, like literally we would be in school. I have a video of it. We're in English class last year and he started reading the Bible. <laughs> and my teacher, um, Shout out Milo LaPena. Um, she was like, oh, because um, he read, I forgot what he read. It was something about wisdom. Like to the and, class? Or? Yeah, to the class. Because we <laughs> like, were going over what we read in our books. And then she's like, because he was talking about like how like, I don't know, like we're wise and like they're not. And, and they're like, and she's <laughs> like, well, I guess we're not wise then. And then Matthew's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, the balls that that took, like, I was like, are you kidding me? And then Miley hates him now, which is really funny. Like, still in, like, still today, that was a year ago, and we have her for two years. And, like, she still is so picky with him. And, yeah, like, another thing, like, I have not said anything politically, politically like, controversial to any of her opinions or, like, anything related to being a Christian. And, like, she just li literally gives me A's. And, like... For me, that's really hard to do in a, like a reading class, and I can't read. So if he's giving me an A, I know I'm doing something right. But Matthew, like I've read his, like this is probably super off topic, but I've read his like work because he like sends it to me sometimes to like check it. I don't know why, but um, just a little flex. I read it and I'm like, dang, this is really good. And then I get my grade back. I got an A. He's like, I get a C minus. Like what? It doesn't make any sense. But like. The, like the oh, sacrifice that's modern that day that persecution bro yeah and then, like <laughs> yeah we're dude. doing we're doing something about like um this like anti-american movement and you know like matthew was just, like i didn't even participate i wasn't here i was in suka in texas but um <laughs> he just like totally was like yeah this this class sucks like this curriculum sucks if we're learning about this <laughs> and she gave she like almost failed him Okay, well, anyway, yeah. shout out, Matthew. You have you have some stones on you. Yeah, I would I would not be able to do that. Just saying. Yeah, Good job, Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> let's hear it. Aiden, Aiden has something to say. I want to tell another story personally. Wants to tell you. All right. <laughs> this is Aiden speaking, by the way. Go. So I want to tell another story personally. U.S. History, my sophomore year. U.S. History, his sophomore year. Um, taught by Tamara Wilson. Taught by Tamara Wilson. <laughs> shout out Tamara Wilson. She's actually really cool. She's actually really cool. <laughs> but... but I'm quoting her. She said, she said, I'm a flaming liberal. I'm a flaming liberal. And so you can already guess how the class goes. You can already guess how the class goes. When we talk about current events. And so, and so there was this other student named Gavin. And we were like the only ones that had, that had like opinions. different opinions. And I felt really, and I felt really proud. We felt really proud of each other. They felt really proud of each other. <laughs> when they expressed their opinions to Tamara Wilson. The flaming liberal. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting all of that out. I'm just <laughs> I'm chopping that. Well, here's what I'll say. Um, just so we don't keep burning up time for Daniel in SoCal. Um, We're still on this question. That's that's <laughs> yeah. how we got here. Yeah, you've been you've been on a rip, dude. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> like, uh, but. I've heard, and I don't remember who I heard this from, but it's a great analogy, and um, this is just kind of talks about all of this and living for Christ. 
if you were in court at the end of your life and they were accusing you of being a Christian, could you be proven innocent? And I know that sounds a little bit backwards. Wait, that's cool. But would witnesses come up and say, yes, that man is a Christian or that woman is a Christian? Or would there be no witnesses? And they'd be like, you're innocent, not a Christian, by evidence found. That's pretty sweet. And so the way you live your life, hopefully there's enough evidence that if you were taken to court and they were like, you're a Christian, you'd be like, guilty. Your punishment is eternal life with Jesus. Um, but going back to just encouraging others, I think that's a huge way to do it. And with your friend who is a new Christian, this is something that is talked a lot about in Christian circles where you have this initial fire and then the reality of life kind of hits you. And it's hard to keep that fire going sometimes. Um, and the biggest thing with that is a, it's a lack of maturity within your faith. And so she probably received the news of the gospel with gladness. And that's why she was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. But she wasn't being built up. She wasn't being discipled enough to build that foundation. Mm-hmm. And so um, this is something that I think the church in America, a lot of times, excuse me, they, they fail at is they're like up on a pulpit in front of thousands of people. And they're like, come pray, like get to know Jesus. And then there's no follow through. There's no follow up. And they're just like, I accepted Jesus, but I like, I just still live my life. Like what, what has changed? And so creating a support group around that person of Christians who can like walk alongside them is huge. And obviously with guys and girls, like you may not be able to just be like, Hey, come over and like have a Bible study, (laughs) but try to like find ways to introduce her to other women who are walking the walk. Um, cause they can walk alongside her. So that's that's my, my biggest advice. My finishing advice for our boy, Daniel is, um, Galatians one brothers and sisters. If someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the spirit should restore that person gently, but watch yourselves or you also may be tempted. So that's a perfect verse for that. Yeah. Good job, Luke. Thanks man. Yeah. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out God for uh, showing Luke that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was like the most random ways. Like every day it would just show me a new verse. Like I still have more verses that just kind of flame people for falling away from like mostly, (laughs) mostly talking about Israel, just falling away from following Jesus. God absolutely flames them. In the action Bible. (laughs) And like he, he didn't even like only, he punished everyone. Like he didn't even just punish like the people. Like I thought when like they were going to the promised land that like Joshua was like immediately able to go in. He had to wait the 40 years as well. And Mm -hmm. so did those kids. Yeah. Like, Everyone yeah. had to wait. That, yeah, that's some people were scared. Crazy Imagine story. waiting for a door to open for forty years. <laughs> yeah, and like that's intense. That's desert. Tiny. It'd be like you went up to the door and you're like, "Yeah, we can do it." And then the guy next to you was like, "Nah." And then God was, was like, like oh, "And now you got to wait for that guy to die." And you're like, <laughs> 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 no. And, and, and if you look at like the geographical map, like the, the route they walked, like only took like three days. Yeah. They were pro- they were just doing loops. Yeah, that, that, that would have been the awful. desert. God straight up like 
confuse them. But also, like, they were led by, initially by the cloud yeah, and the fire, exactly. right? So he's like, and, oh, sorry. Pause. Back over here, back over there. Like. God does a little trolling. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's yeah. crazy how fast when they lost When you step out of his will. It's crazy how fast they lost their faith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boom. They're like, feed us. And he's like, here's manna. And they're like, like, we're sick of manna. Well, we look at it in the context of reading this Bible, like that story over like the period of a few hours. That's true. If we were in that situation. Like 10 years, manna would Like in our lives, we we do this. We know God is. And we go out and we do something. We're like, oh, well, that's too bad. But if we were like Israelites back then, that would have been considered a punishable sin by death. And we would kind of be in the same boat, I feel like. But that's always like funny. Like when you look at like Adam and Eve and you're like, well, stupid Adam, you ate the apple. I'm like, well, if you're in that situation, you do the same thing. So yeah. you would have done something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was all Eve's fault, but you know. <laughs> nah, truth be told, Women. like, this is another podcast, but like, Adam. Women doomed humanity. Adam made the biggest mistake. My, but women doomed Let me tell you. <laughs> he fumbled the biggest bag. My wife would never have eaten that apple because she's led by me. I know a lot of women who would Adam's have eaten a that apple. Adam's a failure. Adam's a failure. Maybe your wife is just not Eve, though. Well, my wife's way better. Because women do humanity. All right, guys. I think that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you, Kyle, for coming on. That was awesome. Anytime. Buy some merch. Love being here. Sweet. Jesus hats on the shop now. Questions, questions, questions. Send them. More questions. Link, description. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.